Hello, my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars. And here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. You're passionate about cigar cutters, lighters? We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. All right, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 329 of Smoke Night Live. Tonight on the show, we have a panel of experts, and we're going to be talking about the cigar brand stock market. Should you buy? Should you sell? Should you hold? What's the trajectory of all of these companies? We're going to find out with our panel of experts. Plus, the Ninjaragua's back. And what is the best value fast food value meal that you could create a la carte we're going to talk about all these topics and more but guys let's get started right away uh scotty what's up buddy how are you doing uh doing great doing great you Thank are you. i am scotty b owner of trinity cigar company mobile cigar lounge based here in colorado and i am excited to get rich tonight <laughs> now scott uh we have you on the show because you have a unique perspective into the Cigar brand stock market. Since you sell these cigars in your lounge, yes, I am. Um, so you have a feel for what the only non-cigar media person on the panel tonight. Yes, well, now you are a media person tonight. Yay! So we'll get <laughs> we'll get that from you, uh, guys. Ninjaragua is back. It's a week from today. Scotty is smoking one right now. This sold out amazingly fast, Jordan. When these hit, this I, is the Hoya Ninjaragua. From uh, Hoya de Nicaragua, absolutely delicious. Th this, this one was either our fastest seller, or it was—it's between this and the original Roma Craft uh, Whiskey Rebellion. Those two just flew. Now, guys, if you have not had the Ninjaragua yet, let me just tell you real quickly: this cigar was probably one of the most intricate blends that we personally uh, created because we were involved in the blending uh, a lot more than we normally are. And it took us two years to uh, settle. Boy, yeah, the Nicaragua and I hated us. <laughs> I should, yeah, they, I'm sure that they did. They, I'm sure by the and end they, that they hated us. they also just the cigar blending <laughs> process. Huh? But, the cigar, but it paid off because this cigar, I, uh, maybe other than Numero Uno, which is one of my favorite cigars of all time. Oh, yeah. Maybe other than Numero Uno, I think this is the best Hoya De Nicaragua cigar that you can get your hands oh, on. Oh, this is absolutely delicious. I mean, this is syrupy, chocolatey, Hershey syrup, goodness, just plumes of smoke, thick. Ugh. Now, these come in a six-pack, which is like a, uh, it's a it's a really cool packaging. It's like a, uh, a little triangle box. They will be available at Smoke In uh, next Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Juan Martinez will be on with Abe on the uh, Smoke In Live channel on their Facebook page talking about this. 
you can get when you buy these, you'll get the uh, the Ninja Star coin. You'll have a chance to get if you buy. You'll have a chance to get a uh, branded humidor. Oh, I know. It's yeah, a winedor. It's a humidor. It's a winedor. It's a winedor. Yeah, that thing looks sexy. super cool. And Woo. somebody's gonna win some some cool branded uh, nunchucks. You know that word drives me crazy. It should be nunchucks because when you get hit in the head with them, huh? boom, you're numbed. But it's actually nunchucks. So there'll be some of those up for. Have you ever been hit in the head with nunchucks? No. Yeah. No, I don't plan on it either. If it's if you ever did, it's it's it wouldn't be good, I don't think. So somebody's gonna win those. There's gonna be all kinds of prizes, all kinds of bonuses. It's a week from tonight, and the cool thing is, guys, you get a six pack for fifty three dollars, fifty three dollars and seventy cents. I recommend getting three or four. They went so fast. Oh yeah, um, I bought three the first time, and I literally this is one of two of the original release that I have left. I've smoked them. I just can't stay out of them. So. Yeah, they're going to be getting some of my money. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, so be ready for that. S- set aside. Uh, by the way, it's a perfect day. to You get your tax refund back that day. Yeah, tax day. You know? And you just be like, ah, I got like an extra couple hundred bones. I'm going to get myself some Ninjaragua. Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jordan, you're going to get some Ninjaragua? Yes. What do you think? Of, Jordan, talk just real quick. The Ninjaragua, what does it taste like? Hershey syrup. <laughs> okay, See, that was called it. it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's bring on our guest. Jordan, first one, go. Oh, I guess that's me, right? That is you. <laughs> All right, Will Cooper here from Cigar Coop, and I'm glad to be aboard tonight on the cigar stock market because if there's one thing I like to do, it's, it's make money. So I'm going to make a lot of money tonight. I'm going to make some smart investments here. <laughs> and I'm probably going to hurt some feelings in the process here, but that's the way it's going to go. Awesome. We're glad to have you, Coop. Wouldn't do yep. this show without you. Uh, by the way, I, have, I get so many industry people tell me, like, man, that, this, the Cigar Brand Stock Market show is the one that I absolutely love because I love to hear the rationale as to why they buy, hold, or sell. All right. Next guest we have. Go. Mm. Hey, everybody. I'm Barry Duplissi from El Oso Fumar Takes. I'm here to buy, sell, and trade and make some money. Remember, there is no such thing as a no-sale call. A sale is made on every single call. Either you <laughs> sell the client some stock or he sells you the reason he can't. Either way, either way, a sale is made. And guess what? I'm here to sell, not be sold. That's what it's all about. Here we go. Let's all go. right. We got, we're going to have some hot takes tonight, Scotty. Yes, sir. Are you ready to rock and roll? Oh, man. I am ready. I am ready. Now, uh, one other thing that's new tonight that we're going to do is uh, – oh, hold on. Let me get the – I didn't get the uh, – I didn't get um, Matt's lights going. Hold on. Ooh. Let's go to yeah, Matt he's still Jordan. in the dark. You need some color behind Matt, him. Matt, how are you tonight, my friends? There you good, go. Good, good. Now, Matt, you are going to be – Keeping score tonight. Yes. So here's what's going to happen tonight that's a little bit different than normal cigar brand stock market. Tonight on the show, when I bring up a brand, our guests will say, I want to buy or I want to sell or I want to hold. And it, it's, this is somewhat perception. Um, it's maybe a, a brand has not done anything for a while. Doesn't mean they're a bad brand, but maybe that means... You know, our guests might want to sell. Maybe there's lots of buzz going on on this brand, and so our guests would want to buy, but maybe they'd want to hold. But we don't want to hold too much. So on tonight's show, 
Guests can only hold three times maximum, and we're going to be doing 20 brands. So you Ooh. can only hold three times. So use your holds wisely. I'm going to say, I'm going to be out here real quick then. I'm going to have to make some <laughs> really, you know. Now, it works like this. I think everybody has uh, maybe watched the show before. Uh, I'll try to go in various orders as we go along. Um, the first one, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Coop first. I'm gonna go Bear. I'm gonna go Scott. I'm gonna go Jordan, and then I'm gonna go myself. And then we'll try to like mix that up. Maybe we'll kind of snake draft or something like that as we go. Let's get this started off by talking a little bit real quick before we get going. Some fast food because we got into this conversation the other day, Jordan, mm. about what would be the best value meal. <laughs> what would be the best value? Like normally, you go to Arby's, you get a value meal, right? Scott, you get your you get your super, you get some curly fries, and maybe you get a Jamocha shake. Yeah. But what if you could order a value meal from the fast food joints out there, and you could mix it up? Like Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. You know, like Ooh. you could get an entree from this place. So you're telling me I'm going to have to dive outside of just like, you know, cheapo Taco Bell. Yes. Well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Now, if you guys are watching on the show, I want to hear your guys' too. So here's the deal. You get to pick two entrees, you get to pick one side, and you get to pick one drink and or dessert. So you can, it can be either a drink or a dessert, right? So uh, to warm things up, I'll go ahead and I'll go first. Here's my, here is my perf perfect uh, fast food value meal. Now, you have to pick from places that are, you know, national chains or at least for the most part national chains. Can't be like uh, a food truck, you know, like outside your uh, favorite brewery. So I'll go first to get things warmed up. And then we'll go to Jordan, we'll go to Scott, we'll go to Bear, and then we'll go to Coop last. All right, so here's what I pick. I pick a cheeseburger from In-N-Out Burger. I get a 12-count nugget from Chick-fil-A. I get my fries from McDonald's. And then... To end it all, to, 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 to wrap this all up, I get a chocolate malt from Dairy Queen. Oh. That's my value meal. So, so you just you just steal my whole that's one? Not, I was going to say, I, he I stole came up, part I of mine, too. I came up with this segment, I'm, and then he just does the whole thing. No. I'm literally like, well, now I'm going to have to get creative because <laughs> half of mine's gone. Now, Jordan, you could pick the same. I don't think you had the exact same one. It's not exactly. All right, Jordan, what's, what's your perfect value meal? I get, I go to In-N-Out. I get a cheeseburger, nothing fancy. It's just only ketchup and cheese, cheeseburger. Okay. Then I go to Chick-fil-A. I get a chicken sandwich. Oh, so you did chicken sandwich. See, I chicken did nuggets. Sandwich. Then I go the to McDonald's. Spicy? Uh, the original. No pickle. Heavy on the Chick-fil-A sauce. Dip it in some uh, Chick-fil-A sriracha, Polynesian. Then I go to McDonald's. Get McDonald's fry. Best fries. Then I go to Five Guys and get a chocolate malt. Oh, see, oh, you swapped it up Ooh. a little bit. All right, so so Jordan, uh, that was similar to mine. Let's see what Scotty's is like. See, What's your perfect value meal? I'm like, God, I'm like, you guys already halfway covered it for me. So I'm starting out, I'm doing Popeye's crispy chicken sandwich, the classic. Just, yeah, loving that. I want to try that. Yes, very tasty. Uh, then I am going to hit, and I'm going to change it up. I'm going to hit Whataburger. Oh, I'm get me Coop's going to like nice that cheeseburger there. Then I am going to go for my side. I'm going to hit up fries, 
but I'm going to hit up the curly fries from Arby's. Interesting. Mm. I like the curly fries, little horsey sauce. Yeah, tastiness. <laughs> and then I am finishing it out with, and I'm going to stay on board. I have to stay with it. It's the Dairy Queen chocolate malt. It's the old school tried and true. And we had this discussion as well. Chocolate malts are not made with chocolate ice cream. That's true. No! They're made with vanilla ice cream. Mm. And chocolate it's syrup and malt every mix. Every time you order a chocolate with malt, you have to tell them, make chocolate malt with vanilla ice cream. See, now Dairy Queen, you, Dairy you, Queen, you don't them. have to do that. Right. Dairy Queen, they naturally go with vanilla ice cream, which is why Dairy Queen is awesome. Jordan, uh, if you get any uh, really good uh, audience uh, value meals, I want to see them up there on the screen as well. All right, Bear, let's hear what you got. What's your ultimate... Oh, here, wait, wait. Jay Davis's smash burger with cheese okay. and bacon, avocado, chili dog with jalapenos from Sonic, Ooh. Dr. Pepper shake from Whataburger, and onion rings from Burger King. Wow, that's an, that's an excellent one. That's a fun one. Complex. All right, I like Bear, it. what do you got? What's your perfect value meal? So I, I, I love burgers from everywhere. I mean, I, I am totally in the middle between the in and out and water burger debate. So I'm not even going to talk about either one of those. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and do a five guys double stack with, which I call the bear kitchen sink burger, which is pretty much every condiment with the exception of lettuce, uh, excuse me, every topping with the exception of lettuce and, and one key, one very key condiment, which is the a one steak sauce, a little bit of mayo, and some mustard and all the toppings on there with the exception of lettuce because who needs iceberg when you have all that gloriousness in that grease ball and it's fucking fantastic. Um, my second entree is definitely a stuffed crust uh, sliced pizza. If we're just doing one slice of pizza, I don't yeah. think I can do the whole pizza itself. No, you cannot. Uh, stuffed, stuffed crust from Pizza Hut because no one out pizzas the hut. Make it supreme because <laughs> you got to have everything on there, right? Um uh, you guys nailed it uh, because nobody does better fries than McDonald's. That is a proven, proven scientific fact. It it's science. You can't argue with science. The perfect French fry is from McDonald's. I'm sure Coop will probably. It's come the on only here and fry that. that you don't need to dip in anything. It, it's actually exactly. better not dipped in anything. It is absolutely sensational by itself. The beautiful amount of salt. <laughs> How do they get salt on every square? millimeter of a fry <laughs> it is mm. perfection and um so i don't drink soda anymore this is weird but back in the day cherry limeates from sonic were like my jam but if we're going to go with desserts then it's got to be the new york cheesecake blizzard from dairy queen i'm also oh, wow. allergic to chocolate Ooh. so no malts oh, so you get vanilla you malt. that is a very very uh uh, robust, I would say, value meal. I'm seeing a shocking amount of Burger King in this. Really? In the, in the comments. Interesting. Hmm. Shocking amount of like, Burger King. That's, would, that's a little, that, that is a little shocking. That's yeah. surprising. I mean, it, I, if there was one comment that said Burger King, I would have been shocked. But I'm seeing <laughs> multiples. <laughs> All right, here we go. William Cooper, a fast food aficionado. Coop, what is your ultimate value meal? Well, I feel like uh, kind of funny. Bear and I may be along the same lines. I'm staying out of the In-N-Out burger and Whataburger the bacon. I, I could go either way, but none are in my area. So I don't think that's a fair recommendation because I have to travel like a thousand miles to either one of them. All right. So so I did go with five guys to start. Now, my five guys is, is uh, the, the double burger uh, with, okay, lettuce, tomatoes, grilled mushrooms, mustard, green pepper, and bears right with that A1 sauce is, is the money. Wow. So, yeah, I'm definitely going with that. Now, this one no one has picked thus far. 
And I'm actually going, of all places, to Wendy's, right? Okay. And that spicy Asiago Ranch Club sandwich, chicken sandwich, is excellent. You got to get the spicy one, though. Mm. Uh, with that and the ranch sauce and the Asiago cheese, it's fantastic, right? So as far as chicken goes, uh, I think it's as good a chicken sandwich as out there, in my opinion. Is this, this new, that new one that they've got? It's newer. It's, I, I've gotten it for about a year, at least oh, around okay. here. Yeah. They have some like special edition ones of it, but this one, the Asiago Ranch thing's been around for a while. Uh, and if you want to go grilled with it, you can, but I'm, I'm going, you know, look, we're, we're going all ahead. We're going to get the fried one here, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, then, I then turned the Grilled I, chicken. Is, Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why we got to go here. Now, this one was mentioned by my good buddy Jay Davis. The Burger King onion rings. Really? The largest size you get. The Burger King onion rings are the best ones out there of any fast food place. Um, he is de- dead set on with that. Um, I love those onion rings. So I'm going with that. And then I did go with a dessert here. And I went with McDonald's apple pie. Oh, it's like a hot pocket. It's a hot pocket. It comes in a little thing. You know, so, you know, it's a little cardboard thing. You can eat it like kind of like a hot pocket. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've always loved those since I'm a kid. So, well, it's like uh, the upgraded version of those ones you, you can get in the boxes. Do you remember those? A little mm-hmm. like you get like the apple yeah. pie or like the blueberry pie. But they were cold. Yeah. They were cold. That's why like I said this is yeah, like the yeah, upgraded yeah. version. Right. Yeah, you get them warm. And, and what's funny is when I'd order them, I'd, I'd eat the pie first. Uh, not that I'm a big dessert guy because I, I didn't want the pie to get cold. <laughs> so I'd always eat those first at McDonald's. All right, now, like, we, you, you don't burn your palate that way? Like I remember those things. Oh being yeah, they're hot. they're like they're like lava hot when you go to buy I, I the. I love them. I love them lava hot. That's why you gotta <laughs> get them hot. Literally apple pie napalm. In <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. You, know, you, you just you sue them, you know. That kind of that gooiness that you get with the, make a bunch of money. Filling in it. Yeah. Uh, somebody wanted to know, Sensei, your yes. go-to drink with a burger. My go-to drink with a burger is a actually from Starbucks. It's a uh, nitro cold brew with vanilla sweet cream. That is the perfect burger com- combo drink. Uh, I didn't pick it in this because that, you know, I, if I was going to, uh, this is like a full calorie bomb. And so I'd go with that shake from Dairy Queen. But if you want to cut the calories, a nitro cold brew with, with a vanilla sweet cream, it's 80 calories. Boom. Yeah. 80 calories. Yeah. You can't go I, I wrong with that. Yeah, because yeah, everything about my figure says I cut calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying to maintain my girlish figure. We got we got a lot of sticklers in the in the comments. Uh, five Guys isn't fast food. Uh, in and no, out's fi- not, five not guys national is good. enough. Blah, blah. Come on, guys. Guys, we set the rules. Now just shut up and <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> just, Get them. Just yeah. enjoy yeah. the imaginary meal, people. My yeah, God. Go with it. <laughs> Have an imagination. Jeez. <laughs> no, we love you guys. Uh, but not really. Yes. Um, <laughs> Hey, all right, here we go. Except for the the anti-Five Guys people. We love everybody. It's fine. All right, let's go quickly to Matt. Matt, are you ready to keep score? Are you ready to maintain our leaderboard? There's so many spreadsheets. I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) Matt is ready. And I'm going to be following along uh, Matt's spreadsheet here. Let's get this thing started. Are you going to Mm -hmm. buy, hold, or sell in these cigar brands and or companies? And it is the cigar brand stock market. We've done this segment, uh, I think the last time we did it was August 17th, 2021. So it's been a year and a half. No. It's been no, a... You guys did it last year. No, we did it last year. Yeah, I was on it last year. All right, so six months. Sorry. Yeah. 
It's twenty. It's twenty twenty two. What am I thinking? Come on, bro. Stay I've with had, me. I've had too much of this bourbon from Janine Perdomo. By the way, thank you, Janine. It's beautiful. Yes, thank you. I'm gonna pour some more right now. All right, we are going to start off um, with Coop. So now here's here's yeah, let me refresh real quick. Uh, buy, hold, or sell. Uh, basically, it, it, it could be whatever reason it is that makes you feel to buy, hold, or sell. Like some of this. It might not even be fair to the company, but it's just your perception of... Oh, there's the going to be a lot of emotional yes. buying and selling going on for at least me tonight. So, so I apologize to all the brands in advance, but this is just the way the show goes. All right, let's start with William Cooper. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Scar Brand Stock Market. Coop, the first brand. Would you buy, hold, or sell Drew Estate? I'm buying. Um, this company just totally gets it um, year after year after year. Um, they have such a good innovation pipeline right now. They just they they they, they own it in terms of consumer engagement. Uh, they own it in terms of retailer engagement. Uh, it's just they they uh, you know even some years when they're not coming out with tons of new blends or anything, they find ways to create excitement around extensions. This is like you know this is one of those stocks. It's like you know I compare it to like IBM in a lot of ways. It's just buy it. It's a great investment and it's just going to grow for you. All right, uh, Bear, Drew Estate. You know, Drew Estate's one of those uh, kind of become those really staples uh, in people's humidors. I mean, and they've been doing it for over two decades now. Like, you know, when people think of Drew Estate, people probably still think of them as like the new kid on the block or the rebel. And, and while they still have that certain edge about it and everything, they've, they've, they've been able to bypass and actually break into additional verticals and markets of the smoker sect, which is really, really unique about them. Uh, despite continuing to employ Jack Hire, this is a buy for me, right? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, I mean, Coop nailed some really great points for me. I think the consumer engagement, and again, the way that they do it, they have, they, they haven't really, you know, cast aside their identity with the way that they engage their consumer base, but yet there are still, like, if you go to a barn smoker or you go to a Drew Estate event, there are so many different uh, demographics, men, women, young, old. Um, and it's, it, it's they're, they're really, I don't, I don't know how they do it. It's just, it's just really incredible. So this is, an, this is an actual automatic buy for me. It has to be. All right. He's all in on Drew Estate. Scott Brayband, Trinity Cigar Lounge. Drew Estate, do you buy, hold, or sell? Oh, I buy. I buy, buy, buy. Buy as much as I can with as much money as I can put into it. Speaking on the retail side, I mean, Coop nailed it with that. Bear nailed it with, like, what they're saying. I couldn't agree more. Their consumer engagement is amazing. I mean, half of my retail comes solely from Drew Estate brands between just their Undercrown line, their Undercrown 10 release, you know, Herrera, Esteli, you know, uh, Deadwood, Acid. I mean, honestly, Deadwood and Acid alone probably make up 50% of my sales. Wow. And they're such a great cigar to get people started. And I've had people, this is my fourth year of operation. I've had people that started in the Acid, started with Blondies, you know, just nice little cigar, you know, a little sweetness, a little flavor. And then once they got tired of that little bit of sweetness, then they moved in. They're like, well, what else you got? I really love Drew Estate. So what else do you have? And that's a natural go-to for them. I mean, their swag is almost unbeatable for consumers, and consumers love their swag. So, I mean, 
even though we talked about it back in August about maybe they had a little bit of a stumble moment with the whole barn smoker cancellations and things like that, it didn't phase them. It was like water off a duck's back. They're rocking and rolling. They're moving, and they're there. All right, Jordan, uh, Drew Estate. Uh, of course, bye. Uh, you know, Coop said it. They're they're basically like the Apple stock. Uh, uh, you know, from the consumer engagement to the, their online events to their in in person events, everything they do is basically the right way to do it. They have a cigar for every every segment of the industry. Um, and the, I'm smoking right now the H99. This thing is absolutely phenomenal. And it, 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 cigars like this just prove that like they still they're not just like banging cigars out. Like this thing was introduced like four or five years ago, and they took their time. wasn't ready to come out, and now we're finally starting to see these things yep. hit the market, and they are tasty as all get oh, up. They are uh, worth it. This couldn't be yeah. a easier buy. All right. Um, I will also buy. I'm not going to compare them to IBM, though. I have a feeling, Coop, that uh, if 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 Jonathan is watching the show right now and he heard you say IBM, he might like like do like some sort of weird contortionist act because I I compare these a little bit more like Bitcoin. Like this is like the new thing. Everybody should be on it. Should be have some in their portfolio. Uh, yeah, last year was a rough year for Drew State. Let's let's not uh, sugarcoat that with the with the cancellation of everything. Um, and you can decide whether you uh, think that was a good idea or a bad idea, but it's still, it was it was rough. But this year they're back 100%. I'm buying, hopefully I bought last year when they were in a little bit of a dip because now I can uh, reap the rewards as the stock, as the Bitcoin just goes through the roof, baby. I think I'm excited. In, in the crypto world, Bitcoin is like as old as saying IBM. I, but it's well, still. Yeah, but but okay, they're 25 gotta, years old, Jordan. Uh, they're 25 say, years they're, old. They're like Ethereum or Luna or something fun. Oh, I, I worked for them for 23 years, and I, I also have a nice chunk of stock I, I still have maintained. So, <laughs> um, I, I have a little bit of a. So Johnson's got to give me a pass on that one here. I mean, I, I worked for them. So. All right, next career. brand. Let's start with Jordan on this one. Jordan, uh, the, the first couple I think are going to be easy. It's going to get harder. It's going to get harder. Uh, Jordan, first, uh, next one for you, Aganorsa Leaf. Oh, bye. Uh, you know, it, we've, we've done them a few times. The, obviously, Terrence has done a phenomenal job uh, slowly but surely getting the brand. He didn't just overhaul the entire thing at once. He came in, tweaked a brander here or there, tweaked the logo, uh, and eventually now we have this. Uh, there was a time where you didn't know it was Acosta Fernandez, is that even part of this other brand. Um, we all knew that they had great cigars. Uh, their their tobacco is some of the best in the world, but now as a brand, it has a uh, solid direction. Uh, you could easily spot any of the cigars on the humidor shelf, and they're all extremely good. Scotty Braban, Aganorsa Leaf. Ah, bye. One thing I've seen, especially in terms of what Terrence has done in just the retail consumer sect, is it went from being a brand that nobody talked about when I was doing events or was at places, two people started bringing it up, two people started asking for if I had any Aganorsa leaf in the humidor, to where I actually started bringing in Aganorsa leaf brands into the humidor by customer request. So you could see that evolution of what he's done since he's come on. It's become something that, yeah, we all knew that they'd always made great cigars, they had great tobacco, 
and now they're getting that social media presence out there. They're getting that marketing out there. They're gaining on, you know, kind of following that, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, the map that Drew Estate laid out in terms of consumer engagement. Terrence is doing an amazing job. He's hustling like no other at events all over the country. All right, Bear, Aganorsleaf. You know, when I did this show last year, uh, it was probably the most controversial hold all episode long. So uh, when I when I stated that I wanted to hold on it, and even though this is pretty early on, we got 20 of these, so this will you know we've got 18 more and everything. I'm 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 still I'm going to use one of my holds on this one still. Um, Whoa! And, one of your holds you know, on Aganorsa Leaf? Oh my God! I you got two time, left. You got I'm two still, left. <laughs> I'm, I'm still doing. I, I did it last time. I'm 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 still holding strong on it. So wow. uh, it's not a. It would be a it would be a hesitant buy for me at the same time right now. It would it would be a it would be a regretful sell. So what you know what do you do when you're not sure on either way direction? You've got to you got to kind of stick with that. There's enough of a foundation there that you've got a really you know a really strong foundation that you know. No, we're doing Agnor's leaf. Probably going to build that. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> no, I understand. I but uh, not, not, I, yeah, I answered a little fun there. So good catch, Jordan. But no, I mean, there's a strong foundation with the tobacco. You know, the Fernandez family is fantastic. We, you know, Scott mentioned uh, Terrence's Terrence's efforts, which I've 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 long since applauded as well. Uh, they're starting to do some some of this new branding on some of the the cigars too. I don't know what the market reaction is going to be to that too. So you got to think about those kinds of things as they kind of move forward. Are they exciting? Sure, but we don't know how the market's going to react to it. And I really think with as exciting as it was and what a quick and amazing turnaround and the amazing job that Terrence has done to bring this brand into the conversation of, you know, of market-based brands and everything, I'm, I'm still going to hold firm on it. Um, and I expect, I fully expect next year to make uh, make a decision on buying or selling. All right, Coop, oh, Aganorsalif. Um, you know, Bear's not far off on this one. This is a hold for me as well. Oh my God! Um, so, I was, I'm, I'm shocked. But you have to look at. I want to make money, right? So I'm not selling. I'm not, but I'm just saying I'm holding right now. You know, a lot of the success over the last couple of years has been around limited releases. Uh, Supreme Leaf has been a very limited release. Yes, it got a lot of buzz, but it's still been a limited release. Uh, the same thing with the Rare Leaf. It's been limited to, to certain retailers on that. Now, I was, I was happy to see Cerberus come out um, as a regular production line. I think they needed a new regular production line. I'm a little concerned that the, I think while the rebrand looks beautiful, but it's some of those lines are now getting rebranded for the second time in a few years with, with this new rebrand. So, you know, I'm worried there may be a little confusion in the market with that right now. So I'm holding. Certainly, uh, the company's doing a lot of right things. The Corojo 2012 wrap, uh, 2012 wrap, I think, is something to certainly watch and see what they do. But I want to see how Cerberus kind of hits the market and if people really like that. And certainly, if this becomes the big thing that Agonor's leave hold, next year this could be a, certainly a buy. But right now, I'm just kind of I'm, I'm holding my money right now, sitting on what I have because uh, I'm certainly not going to lose money doing that. All right, we'll see what happens. Uh, for me, it's a it's a solid buy. I mean, um, I, I guess I'm in a sort of a unique position where I get to see uh, what people are smoking uh, so much on the Dojoverse. I get a good feel for the the mass of people, and I I think I think. Um, you know, they're one of our probably most, they're at least probably top three or so checked into brands on the Dojoverse. And that's saying a lot because we have, you know, 50,000 members. And so, 
out of all of those people, um, to be in, in that upper echelon says a lot for me. And that just says buzz, buzz, buzz. So I am buying. All right. Uh, the next one, we're going to start with Coop. Coop, buy, hold, or sell Crux cigars. I'm, I'm buying. The, uh, I think the rebrand has gone extremely well for them. I also think that they did a very good job quietly during the pandemic in terms of uh, servicing their accounts. They quietly have been growing some of their base on that. Uh, they haven't saturated the market with a lot of new releases, which is good. I think they've certainly had their, their most success has actually been their most recent lines in the Epicure and the Epicure Maduro. Um, and I know they have some stuff in the pipeline. Uh, there's an Epicure Habano coming out right now. I, I love the way the company uh, runs. I, I just, I love it. You know, Jeff does a great job. Casey does a great job. They seem to have a really good sales force. Uh, they seem to have strong manufacturing partners. They have certainly, uh, I've seen cases of them when they've addressed quality issues and they seem to always resolve it. So this is a company I think, you know, I want to get behind and, and put some money because I think the next five years is going to be more successful than their first five years. Very good. Bear, Crux. Uh, first of all, shout out to uh, Crux rep uh, Sam Ventura on his recent nuptials. So congratulations, Sam. Cheers. Well done. Congratulations. And uh, so it's this is a this is a buy for me too. All along the lines, of the same reasons uh, that Coop is. But I'll, I'll say a couple things more here. Um, you, you, one of the most challenging things to do in this industry, we all know, is to be conservative in the sense of not releasing something just to do for the sake of a new release and everything. And with this rebrand and this restructuring, and this slow, methodical way that they've kind of gone about it, it's been it's been really interesting to watch and it's also been really impressive um they work with an incredible manufacturer um it's actually jeff who's doing the blending which is you know you know not you can't always say that um with when it comes to brand overs not a knock you just can't always say that um and i really think that he's always he's always gone about the right way he's been very consistent in his mindset and the way that he's doing things he's bringing back the brands slowly but surely with the new branding with the rebranding process uh he's reinvigorating the market with cigars that he had on the market a few years ago the duke connoisseur that was re-released at the show uh came out with with high critical acclaim and um and the look was fantastic um and uh the new size of the bull and bear uh the double corona a personal favorite of mine um, I just, I really like the way they do business, um, and I, I, it's a solid buy for me. Scotty, <clears throat> Crux. Uh, I am going to have to pull my first hold on this one. Wow, your first hold. You only yes. got two left, you know. I know it, I know it, but I've got two. And, I mean, I like what they're saying, and I am, and I believe in that where I like their process. I like what they're doing. I like how they're doing it, and they're not just... Yeah, throwing it out there just so they can. Just another new brand, another new release. You know, not just trying to do it. They're taking it their time. But on the other end, I'm not seeing a whole lot of consumer buzz on this brand yet. I mean, and maybe it's just local, but that's what I have to go off of is what my local markets are saying. And right now, consumers don't talk a whole lot about Crux. There's some, you know, more hardcore aficionados that are like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Casey, yeah, Sam, uh-huh, yep, definitely. But there's not a whole lot out there yet. So I like what they're doing. I'm going to hold it. I think they got good things to come. I just don't see enough of a swing yet to buy. All right, Jordan, Crux. Uh. I would want to hold, but I don't think I can waste my hold. I'm going to go sell. 
Um, I think their their rebrand was great. Um, that was a couple years ago. The I think the buzz is kind of worn off on that. I don't think they do enough to keep uh, engagement. And that doesn't mean that you have to release a full new line every five seconds. But you gotta do something. You gotta you gotta release a new size that has some sort of amped up, tweaked a aspect to it, or a, or a limited edition. Um, something to keep the attention, or some brands can get away with not doing that if they have this staple cigar that's so iconic that they don't have to do. I don't think they have that cigar. Um, the Ducana Sur is about as close as it can get for me as a, in profile terms, but I don't think that the, even that popular of a cigar. I think uh, it's more the Epicure um, would be about as close as you can get in terms of that, but I don't think that is quite enough. Um, love the rebrand. Uh, I would... I, I, so I got to go uh, sell on this one. Uh, I, I will agree with Jordan. I'm going to sell. I love Casey. I love the brand. But the brand was the rebrand was like three years ago. Um, there's we there's got to be some buzz. We got to get give us something. I feel like the only thing Crux is missing is the consumer engagement. There's not a good consumer engagement right now. And so until I see that, um, I have to sell. Uh, as much as I do love Casey and I do like this brand. Right now, I'm going to sell. Um, maybe I'll, I'll buy some more uh, next year when, uh, when the, who knows? We'll see how it goes on the next cigar brand stock market. All right, let's start with Jordan. Jordan, Espinosa Premium Cigars, do you buy? Do you hold? Do you sell? Uh, I'll buy. Um, they always, they're, they're always keeping it fun. They do, they do great uh, events. They have tons of buzz on social media. Guys, they're one of the top three Smoke brands on Dojoverse, um, and they're good at, like I was mentioning, you know, they don't have to add to their core line, but they can release little one-offs here and there to keep engagement, and they're, and they're never going to let you down. Uh, I love the new direction with a lot of their San Latano stuff that's coming out. Um, the Guy Fieri thing is going to be one of the biggest talked things about this whole year, I think. Uh, I'm going to buy this one. Scotty. I'm a buy. I think this whole, I mean, Espinosa had a solid following. There's a solid fan base already there. The whole Guy Fieri thing really, I think, kicked him up another notch. And I think that's going to bring a whole lot more buzz to the entire line. It's a solid buy for me. All right, Bear, uh, Espinosa. So the Guy Fieri thing is called the Knuckle Sandwich, by the way, and just in case we all forgot the name of the cigar. So, um, and it's a fantastic, fantastic project. Uh, Guy Fieri uh, is a buy in any, absolutely any market that he's in. If he comes out with a line of hosiery, you're buying. So why would you not buy the cigar brand that he's associated with? But I'm going to double down on this because very, I wouldn't say very quite, I would say actually very Actually, I would say very quietly. Very quietly, Espinosa actually had probably a top three year last year in terms of cigar brands. I think they had one of the the top three years of all cigar brands across uh, across the industry last year with the releases, uh, with several new releases, including this, the second rendition of Sarsaparilla. Shout out to you guys here on Dojo. Hey. And um, and of course uh, the uh, the third. Um, the third brand in the Laranja line, the Azulejo, which is a fantastic cigar. Um, they continue to crank out winners. They, they kick ass at consumer engagement. They kick ass at social media. They are absolutely fantastic. And now with this project, with the probably the most iconic celebrity that's on the market today, and I, and I say that with 
not with like that, that's not too far fetched. I'm not exaggerating because if you think about it, Guy Fieri expands across the peripheral like no other celebrity ever does. He's that he is that dynamic, and he is that much of a magnetic personality. Everyone is drawn to him in a room. He's sensational. This is going to be uh, Jordan. I don't think it could be. It will be. Uh, the story of the industry, if it continues to trend the way that they're doing, and he continues to be participating like he has been uh, alongside Eric and all the good folks at Espinosa. So it's an absolute buy, 100%. All right, Coop, Espinosa. So, you know, Knuckle Sandwich, uh, a celebrity cigar, which is a the main release for Espinosa this year, under most circumstances, I would sell after this year because the, I'm just concerned how... Um, Knuckle Sandwich is going to do in 2023 and how much he'll be involved with it. However, Bear makes a very good point. This is, a, this is probably one of the biggest celebrities to ever uh, enter the cigar industry. Um, and he, there's no doubt about it. I can tell you the numbers on Coop. This is the most read story on Coop this year. So they're definitely bringing in people, is what I'm saying. They're bringing people into Espinosa there. You add to the fact that they have a very healthy pipeline of products, right? They had, a, as you, it was mentioned, they had a great year last year. They have a triple-headed monster working under uh, Eric right now. They have Hector, who's you know doing the operations piece. Jack Trano, I think he's done an amazing job with the sales force. I'm seeing a huge difference. And then even Richie, Richie, who's servicing those big accounts as key accounts. Um, so I'm giving them a buy. I'm not going deep buy, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a buy because like, all, this, all the signs are out there. However, I really am curious to see where the where Knuckle Sandwich is going to be in a year. That's all right. The thing I'll, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go as deep of a buy as I can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mortgage the house. <laughs> Whoa, I'm going to sell big. the car. I'm going to buy, buy, buy because not only is, is Guy Fieri huge for Espinosa, Guy Fieri is huge for the cigar industry. Like, this is. is a genius move. And I love the way Eric has convinced Guy to be a part of this. This is one of the most exciting things that's happened in five years in the cigar industry. And, and I'm not even, I'm, I'm not exaggerating that one bit. I am so buying on this. The, both the cigars are really good. Uh, get the Toro in the Habano. Get the Toro size in the Habano. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, it's a great cigar. It's a great representative for the cigar industry. Um, absolute buy for me. All right, guys, this is going to be a marathon show, so some of these we've got to speed up just a tad. But um, let's start Let's start with Coop on this one. Wait, did you go Scott on that last one? Oh, did yeah. I get Yeah, I got Scott. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, come for the knuckle sandwich. Stay for the little oh, yeah. job. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, Coop, uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Steve Saka, buy, hold, sell. It's a buy. Um, you know, Steve just, this guy every year is just putting out quality cigars. Maybe not all of them are my favorite, but you know what? He's connecting with people on those things. Um, I heard he was, on, I heard something on Cigar Authority, and he went through a lot of his financials and how his financials have really kind of moved in favor right now. Um, I, I like that he's, you know, continues to focus on a lot of core lines right now. Um, He's red hot. Um, he knows what he's doing. It's, a buy. it's an easy buy for me. All right, Bear. Easy buy. I, Steve Sock has been knocking him out of the park since he started. Seven consecutive years, consensus top three. I mean, it's just insane. Um, how, does he, how does he do it? Even though he, 
he his team has definitely expanded over a little bit over the years. The yep. company's still very small, and he does a lot of this all himself. It's incredible. Bye, hundred percent. Scotty, bye, absolute bye. The quality of what he is. I mean, everything that he's done. It seems like everything he touches, he puts you know just his own little special spin on it. That it's everything's well received. Like I said, yeah, and I mean, Coop said it too. There's some of them that you know maybe they're not my favorite blends. But there's not. That's not because they're lacking in any way. Yeah. Jordan, uh, bye. Uh, you know, Steve. Everything he does, the branding is spot on every time, and he has he's separated out his line so perfectly to where he can focus on the core line stuff, and then he has this kind of like the Liga Pravada. He has the Moistra off on the side where he gets to do the fun projects, and he can even make you still want to buy the 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 core line by just tweaking one thing or another. Oh, this is a little bit. The Paladin de Saka, you know, it's, he put some broadleaf in there. He does something to reignite interest in the core line continuously. Easy buy. Uh, easy buy for me. Uh, I'm not even a big fan of the Stillwell Star, but it was just a, it was a brilliant idea. It was a genius uh, marketing strategy. It seems like Steve, it, uh, he, he knows how to connect and engage with the customer. So for me, it's an easy buy. I put the next one next to this brand because they're always going to go down in history as brands that will always be sort of thought of in the same vein because they left Drew State at the exact same time. Jordan, Foundation Cigar Company. I'm going to use my first hold. Um, I, I love I love Nick's stuff. He's one of the best blenders in the industry. Um, it just seems in recent years that he's been a little less engaged with the community. Um, and he still finds ways to keep interest. You know, he's, he's got the Joe Rogan thing, which is so cool. Um, but as a brand, it just seems like the, the, he hasn't been keeping my interest, um, with, with whether it's, you know, the five year anniversary was a little bit of a letdown in my opinion. And I haven't seen, much, much to keep my interest in in the last couple of years straight. So I kind of need to see something this year to get me back in the buy realm. All right, Scotty. Okay, so here's where it gets a little interesting on my <laughs> end. So okay. I am a huge Foundation cigar fan. I love what he's done. I love the brands. I love the Wise Man, the El Wayense, the Maduro. You know, a tabernacle. I mean, I love them all. I really do. I've been a huge fan of his, and I still am. That being said, as a retailer, he's lost engagement. I mean, it's it's people have disengage are disengaging from the brand on the retail end. I've had trouble getting in different cigars of his due to you know some of it's just you know growth. You know, the tabernacle 142. They had trouble with the wrapper leaf, things like that. Uh, but it it seems like the consumers haven't like i mean they're not staying engaged they're 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 finicky they're on it's kind of a on to the next thing you know if it's there and it's readily available and he's still active they'll buy but it's been a little slow on the social side he hasn't seemed to be an engaging so i'm gonna go sell you need to go sell i'm gonna go sell all right bear you know, I, I went for the record. Uh, Jordan almost kicked me off the show last time because I sold foundation. <laughs> and he's, and he's, moved, he's moved back to hold. So, um, and, and, and he's not mad at Scott for selling there. So um, I, I agree with several of the points that have already been made. Um, if, 
easily, easily Nick is probably uh, my favorite person to have a conversation with in the industry. Uh, For it's, sure. It's, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's always dynamic. It's always interesting. It's always, you know, there's, I mean, you can talk about literally everything with that man. He's brilliant. Um, and he's also brilliant at making scars. And um, uh, just unfortunate, I think, uh, in recent years with a lot of different circumstances and events and everything, it just, uh, it's just kind of gone a little bit by the wayside, a little bit too much for my liking from a stock standpoint. Um, I, as I said last uh, last time I was on the show, I, I I'm, I'm going to regret it, and I apparently still am because it's a, I'm I'm going to continue to sell foundation at this point. Wow! All right, Coop. Yep. I can't sell foundation, um, but what I can say is the stock price has gone down the last two years, for sure. So the stock today is not what it was in 2019. It's mm -hmm. cheaper. Right. Yep. So normally I would say I'd use maybe my hold. I'm not going to use my hold here. I'm going to do a buy because I think the stock price is at a good price right now. Uh, this is Nick Mogolo we're talking about. This is one of the best in the business. Um, and he has had a couple of down years. But I'm, I have enough faith that he uh, is going to bounce back. I do believe he has some product pipeline this year, which, which is good. Uh, I think there were some problems with the factories, you know, in terms of getting things last year. I, I, it's sounding like those are, are turning around right now. Um, you know, the, the fifth anniversary and the Perfectos, they were more limited releases. They weren't really dings on the core line. So, uh, you know, Charter Oak still sells, I think, pretty well, I mean, from what I've seen. So I'm going to go buy because the price is a good price, and this is Nick Malolo we're talking about here, who knows what he's doing. All right, very good. Um, I'm actually going to – I'm going to sell. Uh, I don't want to sell because I love Nick. Uh, he's one know, of my, that's a hard sell. He's one, it? it is. It, you're, what you're saying is not a hard sell. It's no, no, hard it's to sell. Difficult, it's a difficult, difficult, difficult sell. sell. It's a difficult Easy. sell. Um, it's, words a, are tough. it's an emotional sell. Exactly. You feel saddened oh, by it. You do. Get in now. You're going to make money. I want to see – I want to I, I want to see Nick put more energy into um, – the product, um, I mean, I get the cartoons are cool and all that and stuff, you know, but um, I just got to, I, I feel like he's he's off somewhere else. Like, like I don't feel like he's he's part of, of the community as much in, as he was in the past. So I'm going to go sell. All right, we'll start with Coop on this one. Coop, Michael Herklotz, and Ferry Otego, buy, hold, sell. I'm going to use another hold here. Oh my! You're almost oh, done with your holds. Done with the holds. I know. Woo. I'm gonna Wait. Use, I'm gonna use another hold here. Um, I need more time to see the penetration of the Easy legacy now. timeless. And <laughs> I need, no, I, <laughs> Words are difficult. <laughs> I, I need I need to see timeless and metropolitan get a little more energy here. Uh, you know, in the market, right. it's gonna take some time to do that, right? And it's gonna be a tough job. Uh, Look, he came out with, I know he had some very highly rated cigars, uh, those two Ferio Tagos. Those were still more limited production cigars, and I don't think those are going to make or break the company. So um, I need to give this a little more time. I think I've already, as far as I'm concerned, I've bought my stock into what he's doing. I believe in what he's doing. I'm just not buying more yet because I want to see how Metropolitan and Timeless are going to do in 2022. All right, Bear. You know, I echo a lot of Coop's uh, sentiments and everything. I, I, but I'm, I'm, I have to buy here because it's. And I was actually going to ask: Are we buying Michael Harklotz or are we buying Ferry Otego? Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's the. Uh, it's, yeah. It's the guy who's running it. So uh, you, whatever, yeah. right? And 
you know, much much for my re much for my reasons for holding uh, on Agonorsa, despite the efforts of, of Terence Riley, for example, um, my buy in Ferrotego is is rooted in is in is rooted in Michael Herklotz. He's doing he's doing absolutely everything to put, uh, you know, to put the names back out there to re-earn a lot of respect for. I mean, for a lot of people in like media, for example, and stuff, I think he's he I think he's he has our respect. I don't think he's got to earn anything there, but he does have a lot of ground to make up in the retail space. Uh, a lot of a lot of retailers are still down um, on it, be not because of Michael, um, but but be just because over the last few years and the brands and how they've you know they were soured on the whole Altria thing and they're not connected anymore. It's completely different. It's owned by one person. I mean, it's everything that they want. But he's got a lot of ground to make up and he's doing everything right. Uh, he is being relentless and I am buying the relentlessness. Uh, it's a buy for me. Buy. Okay, Scotty. I'm a buy. I'm on a buy. All I right. feel like this is kind of a ground floor situation for Ferry Otago. I love what Michael's doing. I mean, I've got to echo exactly what Bear's saying. I mean, he is all in. He is hustling and grinding. And I feel like he's already started to make, you know, kind of turn that ship from that Altria, you know, the Nat Sherman and all that, you know, whatever you want to put a label on it. And it's going to be something I think he can actually really develop that in, you know, these aren't brands that are brand new. A lot of these have been around for a while, a lot of those names. And they're starting to get a little bit of buzz about them again. I mean, not a huge amount, but it's something where I feel like this is ground floor moment where I've got to buy now because I think in about another year, it has the potential to be way more expensive to buy then. All right, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I'll buy. Um you know they've got everything you'd want to see in like a in a new brand. They're probably one of the most exciting new brands in we've had in a, a few years. Um, you could you could, I would almost buy even if it, they just had the Nat Sherman stuff and Michael Herklotz. That would be enough of a buy. But obviously the uh, the two Ferriotegos were some of the best cigars I've had in years. Uh, they're number one and number three on Dojo's list this year. Easy buy. Uh, I will agree with Jordan exactly. It's a buy, buy, buy. It, right now is when you can get the stock cheap, guys, because they're still kind of new. They're on the ground floor. You've got you still have shelf space with the whole timeless, but now you have the excitement of uh, Elegancia and uh, Generoso. This is this is a solid buy for me. Uh, Jordan, we will start with you on this one. This is a brand that's been making all kinds of moves, but not only uh, kind of interesting sort of different moves as far as distribution and um, guys working for them. Uh, Jordan, Illusioni. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would buy easy. Uh, you got Jeremy Piven coming in, a paver Busto. That was our, it was on our top 10 list this year. Uh, you got Fred Rui coming in. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you count their, all, all the distribution stuff that they've got going on, but I don't see why not. It's part of Illusioni. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say buy any any year, but this one seems especially interesting to pick up. Um, they got a lot of new stuff going on. All right, Scotty? Uh, interesting buy. I mean, it's one of those where even a couple of years ago, I probably wouldn't have been that way. I'd have been probably on a hold. But, yeah, what they're doing, where they're moving, I mean, they've got some great little brands coming in with them as well. I mean, Fred Rui was a great addition. I mean, you've got even some of, like, the boutique lines that I'm catching a lot of buzz over, like Amendola. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on for Lugioni. They've got some buzz behind them. I'm a definite buy. All right, Bear. Just uh, curiosity, what brand number are we on? Like <laughs> uh, Pour another drink, Bear. Be, it's going to be, be a minute. This is eight. That's eight, yeah. This is eight. This is eight. Okay. 
Uh, we got to go it's, quick. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting that Scott said interesting buy. It's an interesting buy for me as well. Um, just because I, I, I actually I actually pondered a hold on this one. It's just uh, just because whenever time you when you shake up things, it can be positive, it can be negative, and so there's a lot of discombobulation there. But it, come on, it's Dion, it's Fred Rui. Who are we kidding? It's going to be a buy. All right, Coop. So this is not indicating. I love Illusioni cigars, and I think they've done some amazing blends and lines over the years. But this is just not a, a brand that I'm seeing putting my money into a stock portfolio and saying, I got to invest in Illusioni. And with all due respect to Fred Rui, who I think is going to do some good things, I mean, again, there's, I think, you know, this is just, Illusioni's always been out there, but I've, I've never seen them kind of grow. And uh, for me, it's a sell. I mean, it's unfortunate to sell because, like I said, I love the products and everything, but I just don't see this as something that's going to grow my portfolio in any way. Um, and I, I can't say hiring one guy is the answer to that. So it's a sell here for me. Uh, surprisingly enough, I'm going to agree with Coop on this one. Uh, oh. As much as I love Illusioni and Fred Rui, um, I don't really understand the uh, picking up um, all these brands. Um, yeah. It yeah. might it might pay off, and I may look like a fool, um, and that's okay with me. But for now, I'm gonna I'm gonna I sell. Don't see how it hurts them. I'm gonna sell, and I'm gonna put my money into some other brands for now. Kind of weigh it out a little right. bit. Yep. Um, I don't see uh, Jeremy Piven really pushing his cigar in any kind of way, like. Or Guy does. Yeah. yeah. So see, um, that's a nice dichotomy that you bring it up with, like the Jeremy Piven. Like as it starts, I, it's I hope things maintain with like even like with what we said with Guy Fieri and the Espinosa and the Knuckle Sandwich. It's two. The, the, the approach is entirely yeah, different. It's it's the total dichotomy there between total in, consumer engagement and from what I've seen, no consumer engagement. Right. So there were, there were retailers who didn't even know about this cigar because I, I spoke to them about it and they said what. And they were Illusioni retailers. So there was a problem. There was some problem with getting that to retailers, I'm just saying. All right, let's go on. This one we've had on every single show that we've ever done, Cigar Brand Stock Market, because they've been through some ups, some downs, some sideways, a little bit of everything. Coop, Romacraft Tobacco. I'm still a buy with Romacraft Tobacco. And I know they're not going to make me a ton of money in my portfolio. But there's two things I can count on is that Skip runs a very good business, and he makes a very good product right now. And, you know, combine those things, uh, he's, he's been always dedicated to his core lines, which is a key. He puts those limiteds out there. I think they kind of add a little pizzazz. Um, I haven't seen any loss in quality of his cigars. So, I, you know, I know I'm not going to make a ton of money with this, but you know what? I'm still willing to buy some stock here uh, in him just because, like I said, the track record's very good here. It's a little bit of a light buy. It's a light buy, yeah. All right, Bear. You know, the thing that uh, Coop mentions there is uh, the, the quality of work and the way that they do it. And there are, there are brands that are younger than Romacraft Tobacco that have already discontinued lines. Romacraft exactly. has never done that. Uh, you have to you that you have to pay attention to that. Um, and yes, was Cro-Magnon difficult to get? Um, guess what? Broadleaf was incredible to get difficult to get for almost everyone. Uh, except for in probably another large company that we'll talk about later tonight. Um, and I've got to say, um, it's it's going to be the, uh, very similar sentiment. sentiment. It's going to be a light buy for me, um, but it, they're always going to make me money. Scotty Braban? I'm going to use my second hold. Wow. 
Dang, you guys. I haven't used one hold yet. Good for you. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) That means at the end, we're going to have to make some hard decisions, aren't we? I don't have to use my hold. You know, honestly, right now, with based on the retailer end, I would have gone sell just on that because it's also something that hasn't had a lot of buzz here as of lately. But it's the quality of those cigars. It's the quality of what he puts out. I mean, it's, you know. It's a force to be reckoned with still. So I want to hold on to it. I want to see where it goes. I want to see him do some more stuff. I want to, you know, I want to catch a little more buzz with Romacraft again. I've kind of lost my buzz on Romacraft right now. So, so I'm you're holding. Hold. All right, Jordan. Did you say it's sell from a retail perspective? I'm sorry. From a retail perspective alone, I would be on a sell. The, the following behind that on our end has really waned in the last two years. Interesting. Yeah, even the Baca, it seemed like almost like the Baca, as much as it was going on, it just seemed like it almost kind of missed consumers. There was a lot of buzz around it, and then it seemed like, I don't know if they, it took too long or what happened exactly there, but it seemed like consumers were super hyped about it. And then by the time consumers got their hands on it, it had lost that, you know, that buildup that it had behind it on the consumer end. Yeah. And it just kind of fell flat. That's a good point. I think... That is kind of a turning point for them, uh, and there's a kind of a lot of things that happened all at the same time right there. But that cigar was one of the most buzzed cigars I've seen in years. It was a huge. Uh, buzz. That was the cigar of the whole year, and then it, I think it only came out in like that one little teeny size, or maybe there was two, and they were both small. Uh, didn't really, they didn't really fully launch it. Like all this buzz just for oh, kind of a partial release. I don't even. I don't even know if it ever really launched, uh, to be honest. Uh, and it didn't get, you know, didn't get great reviews or anything. Um, but I think the company has just become too divisive. Um, and I'm going to go, I would want to, uh, normally I would go with a hold, but I'm going to go with a sell. Uh, they, I don't see them growing, and I, don't, I would think they would even admit they don't want to grow. Uh, and so I'm not going to be wanting to invest in a company that doesn't want to grow. So, yeah, unfortunately for me, it's a sell too for that exact reason. They they don't want to grow. They have a uh, a set amount of cigars that they want to sell every year, and they they always reach that. Good for them. Uh, but as an investor, that that doesn't uh, that doesn't get my uh, my gears going as an investor. So I have to uh, I have to sell. All right, this is the last one before the halfway point of the show. <laughs> Can you believe that, Jordan? What would you do? Buy, hold, or sell with Room uh, Room One Hundred One? <laughs> Ladies uh, and hey, gentlemen, hey, pour another me, drink. Let me add the graphic. Jeez. <laughs> uh, a room 101 is another one that I, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm not doing any. Not, I don't want to do a lot of holds. I'm gonna go sell. Um, I think since he came back, uh, it's been a, just a ton of, um, you know, reaching this factory, that factory, not, not focusing. Not, I'm not seeing a lot of focus, um, and I haven't seen. Any any cigar that's like really caught the attention of the industry and or me personally been been it's fun to see him bring back some of the old brands that we liked but they're they're I haven't found them to be up to par from the original that they're usually based on I I'm gonna go sell on this one all right Scotty I'm a sell uh, almost the same reasons Jordan has it's been seems like there's been a little bit of a shotgun pattern on room 101 here lately for kind of where they're grabbing and where they're going and stuff like that the buzz behind it has kind of lacked and it's you know 
it's more of a, an aficionado's brand at this point than a general consumer's. If you say Room 101, actually there's more people that have commented to me if I've been smoking a Room 101 at an event, and they're like, oh, I thought they made jewelry. So it's one of those where that should says something to me on that end, where there's just not, they're not catching the consumer's eye like they used to. All right, Bear? I think uh, Scott makes an interesting point, and so does Jordan, too. I, I suppose Jordan's really excited about these brands that he saw before. He's just not too wild about paying two and a half times what he did originally. It's probably I don't pay for cigars at all. <laughs> so, um, but, so I'm going to do, do something interesting with, with Matt. Um, I'm going to actually sell Room, Room 101 cigars so I can split it so that I can buy Room 101, the brand mm, stock. Interesting. There you go. Um, but for, but we are on this show, we are talking about cigars. So it is a sell for me for a lot of the reasons I already kind of mentioned. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed at some of the decisions that he's made uh, recently. I do love the big, I do love the payback mission and everything as well. Uh, he's a veteran owned business, which I always support. Um, so that's why I'm splitting. Um, but uh, but uh, for the purpose of today's exercise, I am selling on Room 101 cigars. All right, Coop. This is another painful one, but I'm selling. Um, you know, Matt basically relaunched this company from scratch in 2017. Uh, and, you know, he's built some core lines. You know, and I'm a guy, I'm a core line guy when I'm investing, right? And Forrest and the Doomsayers, which I think are the core lines right now, I just, and, and, and the, the payback maybe has done better, but I just haven't seen those other core lines just take off as everyday smokes that people are reaching for. Um, it's not an issue of the quality of that. I do think he really needs, uh, I just think he needs to expand that sales force a little more too. I think he's still trying to do a lot of this on, it, on his own or with, with limited amounts of brokers. So unfortunately right now, um, I only have, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I only invest in certain ways. This is a sell for me, painful right. sell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hold. This is my first hold. Ooh, I'm gonna hold. There you go. Is that your hold card? Uh, this is my hold card right here. It's my hold card because uh, I, I love Matt, but I agree with almost everything you guys said. But I still feel like Matt's got stuff in the tank. I be, I believe that he's matured. He's trying to uh, change his image, which I like, and so because of that. I am holding. All right, we have reached the halfway point in the show. This is episode 329, Smoke Night Live. Folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands, such as Romeo e Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines, such as the Drew Estate Nightshade. That was a little slur. That little slur was from the bourbon. Uh, or the limited edition Alec and Bradley Wagyu. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. We are chatting with William Cigar Coop Cooper. We are chatting with Bear, Eloso de Fumo, eh, uh, de Prusia, and Scott Braban, Trinity Cigar Lounge. We are doing the... Uh, As I say, remember, I'm within striking distance. I know. Careful. <laughs> we are doing the cigar brand stock market. Should you buy, hold, or sell some of the most interesting brands in the market there's only two left that we have done in the past and we'll do those and then we'll get into some sort of uh various other kinds of stocks that we can do uh coop we're going to start with you on this one 
Uh, number 11, Viaje. Buy, hold, or sell? I'm selling right now. Um, I think Andre's got some very tough decisions to make right now. I think some of his stuff may fall into this category of uh, responsible marketing right now, and I think he's going to have to reevaluate certain things he's doing in his portfolio uh, for his long-term success. Um, in general, I think the, the, the small batch limited market is, is, is not a good investment to make. Um, there's a lot of hit or miss that's coming out of that. I love Andre. I love the creativity and the enthusiasm he brings into it, but I'm just not seeing this as a place to put my money right now. So this is a sell, and um, we'll see what happens. Maybe things can change. But I think he's got some tough decisions to make in the next few months. All right, Bear. You know, when Cigar Press did that uh, usual suspects cover years ago and had like the what we call the young guns of the up and coming in the cigar industry. And now it's it's interesting that people that were in that photo were, are kind of almost considered old guard. Now, one of the omissions that a lot of people felt was that Andre totally. should have been on that cover. And um, you know what? Maybe they got it right by him not being on it. I love his creativity. I echo that on Coop's uh, what Coop was just saying. I've just never, I've never understood. I've just never gotten it. I've just never understood what he's trying to do. I don't think he's really captured any sort of market share other than these like limited, uh, these limiteds that uh, have a very select, very small following. Small is not something you want to talk about when you're talking about buying stock, uh, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always excited to see what he wants to do um, just because he's very creative, but Andre, uh, Viaje has been a sell for me for a long time. It's going to continue to be for a while. All right, Scotty? Uh, a sell. I, actually, it was interesting what Baird said. It's one of those that the, like the retail market, the consumer market, uh, in the general day-to-day -day basis of buying cigars, Viaje is not on anybody's minds. It's not. It's just as far as consumers go, there are so many brands out there that are making buzz, that are making waves, that are standing up and shaking signs saying, look at us, buy us. And Viaje is not one of them with their limited releases. Uh, Jordan. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to give uh, Andre and Viaje credit for, you know, kicking off the cigars, moving into the craft beer space. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he was really pioneering that. And I, I've never understood, just like Bear, I've never understood the, the line. Uh, I remember in, like, 2011 when I was getting into all this, I wanted to understand the line. Now I don't even want to understand the line because I don't care anymore. Uh, it's, you know, it's like I, there's there's so many different versions of each, even if, even in, in each individual line, there's so many different versions. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I can't put, I, I can't put my brain power to thinking about what all these are. At least he, he, he had a hard time for a bit there when he went away from Agonor's to Leaf and went to like PDR for a while. And I, I think that was... When the, the ship really went downhill, he's kind of brought it back on to Agonorsa more often. But still, it's too far gone. Like these, the, there's no direction. So, yeah. Jordan, wouldn't you, would you say that Viaje is sort of like the Litecoin of like uh, crypto? Like he was like big early on. Yeah, and, uh, I, I guess you could do I, that. Unfortunately, I, I, I love Andre. Super great guy to talk to. But I, right yeah. now, I got to sell. Uh, let's go right back to Jordan. Jordan, would you buy, hold, or sell Warped? Oof. This uh, this is a I think it's gonna be a tough sell on this one. I don't want to, but I think I have to sell on this one. I love warped. Uh, kind of in the same ballpark as Viaje. Um, 
I think he kind of went that same route and did it better. Um, just re- but he what he did was instead of releasing a thousand limited editions, he released a thousand regular productions, and eventually that catches up to you, and you can't just keep you can't keep up the quality of all these regular production lines that you have. Um, then you know, of course, he's gone off into the coffee business. He's gone off into the wine business. He's always off on some he did direct to consumer for a bit it just doesn't seem like any of those clicked and you kind of lost what we liked about the company at the beginning uh i'm gonna go sell scotty uh this is a tough one as well i i mean i echo a lot of jordan on this one i think the diversification has hurt him or hurt the brand in terms of cigars more than it's helped and you know it's lost traction it's, you know, not that it's gone by any stretch, but it is definitely slipped. There is definitely some, you know, stalemate a little bit going on right now in terms of consumer base. So I'm going to go sell. Wow. Okay. Sell. Bear. There, there should be like a theme with this brand. It should be called, why, Kyle? Why? <laughs> why would you do this? Why would you do the diversification? Why would you do all these brand releases? Why would you... Why, Kyle? Why? I don't get it. I don't understand. I, I've read some of Jordan's old reviews. I know how much he loved those cigars. I love those cigars, too. Where did they go? Where did it all go? I don't get it. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating. It's angering. I just, it, it, it's, this is an emotional sell for me, because I'm just like, why, Kyle? Why? Just mm-hmm. all right. sell. Yep. All right, Coop. Easy sell. Um, where <laughs> no. the, where, where, he just where knows. The, Boom. Boom. No emotion whatsoever. Cold. Bro, where where cold, are the core lines? Where are these core lines that he launched and was developing? They all seem to to kind of stagnate. Uh, El Oso, uh, the La Colmena, the La Hacienda, the okay. about I mean, they're just maestro de tempo. It just seems like it's it's it, all the other reasons you said, but we're not talking about the core lines, which is where I'm going to make my money. I don't see it. I don't see what's happening. I think he's abandoned a lot of uh, the stuff out of uh, El Titan. He's not doing as much out of them anymore, and I think that was certainly a factory he could have really leveraged. So uh, he's done some look. He's done some great work. He's had some top cigars on my list over the years, but it's a sell right now. Yeah, unfortunately for me, I gotta agree. And I love Kyle. He's he's a great dude, and <laughs> I love hanging out with him. But yeah. um, you know, you know what's cool? If you look at say like Davidoff, Drew Estate, Perdomo, these sort of brands. Um, they're really good at like every year they kind of like circle back. They sort of circle back to some brands, right? Like we're seeing that with Davidoff this year to the black label stuff. You see it with Perdomo all the time. They circle back and they kind of focus on a brand. Drew Estate does it maybe better than anybody. Like every month it seems like they're focusing on one of their existing brands and like really just pushing that existing brand really hard. Like I wish Kyle would do that. Maestro de Tiempo, one of my favorite cigars of all time. Oh, great Holy cigar. Great cigar. Absolutely. Great Excellent cigar. Absolutely. I would love to see yeah. him circle back to that cigar and put out maybe a, a different Garden. Vitola or something. Like, I, I want to see that, but it's just not happening. And so because of that, I have to sell. Okay, boys, we are to the point of the show. The next four brands, I'm going to call these penny stocks because these are all brands, the next four, that are either one, two, three, four, five maybe years old at the most. So they're super cheap. Now, imagine that you have some of these uh, in your portfolio, but 
How do you feel about them now? Some of them you might not even know about, but you just have some in your portfolio. Coop, I'm going to start with one right off the bat. Lampert. How do you feel about Lampert? I'm going to call this a penny stock because they're very, very small and very, very, uh, you know, not super well, not a lot of buzz. But I do see people smoking them, and they've gotten at least some buzz going on. Buy, hold, sell, Lampert. Um, you know, they're still in their infancy, and I've just started to get the notice company. So, and I kind of like some of the things that they're, they're doing. Um, I think they got off to a bad start promoting the brand. In my opinion, they went down a very one-dimensional route through media to promote it. But now they're starting to promote it through media. Um, so I'm going to say maybe I don't have a lot of this in my portfolio, but I, I like what I've I've seen out of Stefan. So I, I'm going to buy it. I think it's a it's a good price and certainly something that it's not going to cost me a lot of money here to do. All right, uh, Bear. Yeah, it's not going to cost me a lot. I have some really nice inside knowledge with this. I, I know. Uh, one of my best friends actually brokers for them, and uh, he said that it's uh, and he's got some very very impressive brands in his portfolio as a broker, and he says he sells more Lampert, uh, he opens more Lampert than anything yeah. else, uh, which is just just crazy to think about. Uh, it's getting it's, the cigars are getting smoked, um, and I you know for this gotta go ground floor and buy right now I think. All right, Scotty. Literally, I knew nothing about this brand at all. I had to actually Google this brand to <laughs> okay. learn more about it. But like what I've read, some of the names, some of the things, what they're doing, I like what they're doing. I like where it's going. I'm interested to see. You know, it's not going to cost me much. I'm going to buy a little bit. All right. Jordan? Wait, Scott got an advanced copy on this list? What the hell? He, well, yeah, you guys talked. You <laughs> guys talked you for 10 minutes. In, in, fairness, in fairness, I cheated. He was posting things up, and I saw it, and I was like, Lampert, what is Lampert? Okay, I've got to look this up. I can't look like a total fool on this show. Um, it, yeah, I just I, I haven't seen enough buzz. I'm going to go sell on this one. I mean, I, some, I think the first time I heard about him, somebody on the Dojoverse asked me to add their cigars on there, and they seem kind of interesting. They've got they have two cigars made out of, from the Ortiz's, uh, I think, in their Condega factory, and then one from Costa Rica. But they just, I ha there's a lot of like uh, these boutique brands that you, that actually bring some buzz on social and Dojoverse, and this one I've just barely seen any. I I wouldn't get into it yet, but so I'll go sell for now. Yeah, if, I'm gonna agree. They would have promoted with yeah. Go ahead. Eric, I'm gonna sorry. I'm gonna agree with Jordan on this one. Uh, not yet, Lampert. Hey, Lampert. Don't give up. You you know what? Next show, I could I could be buying. Nail it. Coop. Make me rich. Turn that penny yeah. stock into some. Yeah. You know, make me a millionaire. In my opinion, they're one or two years behind the curve. They should have been promoting with the media from day one instead of just dealing with one one media brand. Right. And they, now they're starting to do that more. So, um, I think, but they got behind the eight ball early. All right, Jordan. Next penny stock. Would you buy, hold, or sell a Black Starline cigars? I think I'm going to go buy on this one. Uh, made at Agonorsa. Uh, everything I've had from them has been great, and they, they're a fun group of guys to hang out with. Um, it seems like they've, they, they know what they're doing with the consumer engagement. Uh, I'm excited about them. I like them. Scotty? Uh, yeah, same reasons. I'm by. It's one of those where they're based with Agonorsa. Uh, they're making, you know, solid, you know, good cigars. They've got some great buzz. I mean, Great guys, great engaging guys that, you know, really connect with the consumers, especially locally. I mean, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, they went from being a no-name brand to a brand that multiple stores out here carry now. So, I'm by. All right, Bear? You know, 
this is a this is a really nice, interesting brand that I've actually I haven't had the opportunity to smoke any other cigars. So it's it's a, it's an interesting position that it puts me into. Um, you know, minority owned is 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 we're actually very very popular and powerful right now uh, across all markets, not just the premium cigar industry. Um, so I think when you th- when you think about some of the dynamics that they bring, the engagement that Scott mentioned and stuff, it, it's they they're an interesting they're an interesting brand. I can't wait to smoke some of their cigars. Um, I'm 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 in. It's a blind it's a blind buy. You're, you're gonna buy gonna sight see. unseen. Ooh, yeah, I yeah, like it's it. A little, it's a... All right, Coop, buy the buzz, buy um, the buzz. Um, you know, I didn't know much about him until about a year ago, where I met Eric uh, at Cigar Hustler, and I actually talked to him for a couple of hours, and uh, I came out very impressed with this uh, with this gentleman, and I think he's a guy. Uh, he's got a vision. He's committed to working with good factories, like like you mentioned, Aganorsa. The cigars were good. Uh, this is a buy for me. It's a no-brainer. Uh, this is a good good brand to get behind right now, uh, early on at a good price. Oh yeah, I'm I'm 100 yeah. in. This is the best penny stock, maybe. I I, yeah. it, I would say throw a bunch of money into this. Uh, they're going to be doing some rebranding. So they, I think one of the things that they're lacking right now is some of the. You know, the way the cigars look um, are, are not so attractive, but they're going to be changing that. They're going to be fixing that. And so maybe this is a little bit of insider trading. <laughs> so I shouldn't know that, but I do know that. And I think uh, they're, they're going to only get bigger and bigger and bigger. Eric is a fantastic dude. He really gets it. He understands how to uh, connect with uh, various consumers. Um, I don't even think of it as a uh, minority owned i don't even think of it that way at all i just think of it as the the dude is a cool guy he makes great cigars and i'm buying 100 percent. all right coop you are up another penny stock mickey peg all saints cigars buy hold sell this is a buy as well uh mickey had a great year last year um and uh, the saint francis i think was his breakthrough cigar um he's leveraging uh the tabacusa factory in um, Nicaragua, which I think is on fire right now in terms of what they're producing. And uh, he is on the road. He is hustling. And uh, he's, you know, he's been, cons- you know, even recently just decided not to do a price increase. Uh, but the reason why he did, like, he really needed to do a price increase, but he put his money into other, th- other things. Uh, in, you know, he moved some money around, basically, in terms of some things he was doing with his marketing. So uh, to, to hold off on that price increase, and I think a price increase wouldn't have been good for him. So I like what he's doing. I think the blends are great. I think he's the right guy at the helm. He's a buy as well. All right, Bear. Um, there are a lot of things to love about Mickey Pegg. Um, he brings he brings an OG vibe with him, man. This yes. guy, this guy, mm-hmm. this guy is a road warrior. He understands the game. He knows exactly how to play it. He's been a part of some of the best marketing brands in this industry to date. CAO Davidoff. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing. If you don't yeah. buy this, I'm putting some of y'all on the hot seat now. If you don't buy this, it's a fool's errand, my friends. <laughs> I like that. Scotty? Ooh. I love it. I Scotty? Love it. Oh, definitely a buy for me. It's one of those, I mean, I couldn't agree more with everything well that's done, been Scott. said. Well done, Well done. Yes, yes. You didn't play a part, but thank you, Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's one of those, it's, I mean, I can't stress this enough. Consumer engagement. Consumer engagement. Engage the people you want to sell cigars to. I mean, this is something that, this is not rocket science. He's out there hustling. 
He's shaking hands. He's talking to people. He's, you know, he's a likable guy. He brings that energy, that vibe, like you said, that bear, that OG vibe that just, you know, he's, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to market his brand. I mean, it's one of those that personally I'm, <clears throat> I'm not as big on like the Rocky like factory as like what Coop is, but these cigars are solid. He knows what he's doing and I see only good things coming in the future. All right, Jordan. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, St. Francis won our, uh, under the radar cigar of the year this year. Uh, Mickey Pegg knows what he's doing. Clearly like what the guys have said, he's a really cool dude. Um, I, I was going to actually go the opposite route of Coop, that I'm not a fan of Tavacusa Factory that much. I kind of wish they would go to a different factory, at least for some of their stuff. I, I kind of have a hard time wow. differentiating cigar to cigar in their brand. Um, but I really like what they're doing. I'm going to go buy on this one. I'm buying solely on Mickey Peg. I'm not saying the cigars aren't good because I really like the Dedication. It's a really good cigar. But I sort of agree with Jordan a little bit. I'd, I, I kind of wished... I could see them maybe, you know, don't tie yourself to one factory. That's my only sort of uh, caveat to this. But because of Mickey Pegg, and believe me, uh, All Saints have nothing to do with the dojo. They're not an advertiser, not a sponsor, but I just watch Mickey. I watch him. I see what he does. I see how he engages the consumers. I see what a road warrior he is. Like, if, so, if, if, if grind means anything in this industry, and I think it means a lot, if grind means anything in this industry, Mickey Pegg is going to be a success because he knows how to grind it out and just keep busting his butt. So I'm a, I'm a solid buy on this one. Last penny stock, Jordan. Would you buy, hold, or sell German-engineered cigars? Recently, uh, what, uh, distributed by Illusioni now? German engineered cigars. <laughs> I remember my first cigar. Uh, I, I feel like they're just relying on the fact that they're German. Like it's j like they're like the Dyson of cigars. <laughs> like we're German. We must we must be good at making stuff, huh? You're right. Like I, I haven't ha I haven't smoked one, but they're not interesting to me. I'm gonna go sell. All right, Scotty. Uh, honestly, yeah, I, I'm a sell on this one. It's. Just, it seems a little bit too cold and industrial. It mm. doesn't seem like it's got quite that engaging vibe behind it. I no other basis behind that. I honestly, I haven't smoked any of their cigars, but I haven't seen much of a reason as of yet to smoke those cigars. So if I do, then that might change. But right now, sell. All right, Bear. Do you think they're German? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Apparently effeminate German. So... Um, and so, thankfully, my wife's not watching. My wife is German, so. Um, and but it, it, Scott, I mean, took the words out of my mouth. It seems disconnected and disassociated. It seems very cold and industrial. I mean, beautiful, beautiful description there, Scott. You took the words out of my mouth. So beautiful. It's it's a sell. I have no idea what they're doing. Cool. It's a it's a sell, but um. They are going to start working, or they're starting to work with Claudio Soroy right now uh, to maybe help out with some of the blending. Look, their blends just haven't been there. The marketing hasn't been there. They had another name in engineered cigars. I don't see the Illusioni relationship uh, from a sales I don't know if they're, they're doing sales for this or just doing the warehousing. That's not really clear to me. But I'm just not seeing them. At, I mean, I'm not seeing them in shops. I'm not seeing people talk about this brand. Um, and I haven't seen the quality so far of what I've had. So this, unfortunately, it's a sell. 
Yeah, for me too. I agree with everything everybody said. Um, don't see any kind of connection so far, um, so I'm going to sell. All right, uh, we have just four to go, and these last four, these are brands that I think may be somewhat controversial, and that's why I held them to the end. But before we get there, I have had seven buys, one hold, and eight sells. Jordan has had eight buys, one hold, seven sells. Coop has bought nine times, held twice, sold five times. Bear, he he's a he is a he's a bull he's a Bear's bull market. Bear. Bull market. Bear is not a bear. He's a bull because he's bought ten times, held once, sold five times. Scotty, you are close to Bear with nine buys, two holds, and five. Sells okay. This is why it. am I even here? The, uh, oh, sorry. Well, because you're, you're, you're keeping the score. The uh, I am. How else did you get that information? He, would, he wouldn't have been able to read that without you. Hey, buddy, you're the most important player on our team right now. Thank you. Exactly. You <laughs> were the spokes, you're the hub. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, Coop. Um, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Uh, this one uh, is interesting because they've recently lost sort of their flagship guy. Coop, would you buy, hold, or sell CAO? Uh, buy. Wow. Okay. Really? I gotta okay. hear the. I, okay. I want to hear this. Um, this may. I may. This. I'm just gonna say that there's people who are gonna be picking up the slack with CAO. That's all I can say. So, Insider trading. Um, I once think more. This, this is a. This is a. A rock solid. Sell, uh, this is a rock solid brand for general. Or, uh, but he is. It's, it's one of the top-selling brands. Uh, so I do believe there's going to be a smooth transition from Rick. Uh, with some, you know, I think it, the pieces will be picked up, and I think they have a plan going forward with it. Uh, if anything, maybe they'll get some new life because some of the, you know, Rick's releases, I think towards the end, were a little lackluster. So um, I'm going to go buy. I, I have a lot of confidence on this. All right, Bear. Um. Uh, in years past, I would have sold the heck out of this, um, and it, I, it, I'm really leaning towards that. However, um, you know, with the departure of Rick Rodriguez, I, I think I'm going to use my second hold on this. Mm. Um, it's, it's interesting because, like Coop said, you know, there have been other people holding up the slack. Let's just face it, guys; they haven't made a good cigar in a long time. I mean, just call it what it is. Um, but. So what does that mean? If the if the person who who was steering the ship is now gone, like where where does it leave it? But to Coop's point, it is a rock star brand for general. So how, I mean, people still buy it. Um, so I, I just gotta wait and see what kind of what kind of sells. So I'm I'm gonna hold. Scotty, uh, I am a sell. I agree with Bear in the fact that the cigars have been lackluster. I mean. It was one of those years back. CAO was something I enjoyed immensely, a lot of their different lines. And I'm just not seeing that right now. And, I mean, we talked about this before the show, actually. Oddly enough, it was like how, you know, in years past, I compared General and Altidus as, <clears throat> you know, kind of equal-ish type things that were going on. And it seems like... Altidus has grabbed a gear, and General has popped the clutch in their coasting in neutral with nobody at the wheel. I want them to do better. I want them to, you know, grow. I want to see this line grow, but right now it's sell for me. Jordan? Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with Bear. Like, when's the last time CEO's made a good cigar? I probably 
the Amazon Basin. Yeah, I was gonna like, say Amazon Basin. And then they you know, they release a thousand cigars a minute. Uh, I, they kind of tried to latch on to that Amazon Basin buzz with the Arcana series, and it's not it's just not very good. Um, they lose Rick. I don't know who they're gonna replace him with, so that could be interesting. But I, I mean, looking at it right now, it's got to be a sell. All right, I'm going to use my second hold, and I'm going to call this the Justin Andrews hold because I feel like I, I'm, I'm a Justin Andrews guy. And not only that, but anytime I post anything on social media that has to do with CAO, it gets a million reposts. So on yeah. that alone, that brand is just so strong, I can't mm -hmm. sell it yet because I have to see what happens with it because I feel like you know now Justin uh, is taking a little bit more of a – uh, controlling interest in all of these things. Yeah, Rick is gone, um, and, and Rick is a great guy. But for me, I'm going to hold because I want to see, like Coop said, what's coming around the corner. I know Coop bought, but I'm going to hold for some of the same reasons that Coop bought. Uh, but I'm going to hold on that one. That's my second hold. Um, by the way, uh, Matt, tell us the holds real quick so we know who's okay. got the amount of holds. We've got... Eric with two, Jordan with one, and everyone else has two. Jordan's the only one with one. Everyone else has one hold left. Okay, one hold left for everybody but Jordan. All right, this brand, Jordan, uh, has been doing some different stuff lately, as of late, and I'm curious to see, Jordan, would you buy, hold, or sell Cohiba? Cohiba. Um, uh, so the the Serie M was a little the more most interesting thing they've done in quite a while. Made a El Titan de Bronze. They got a new size coming out. Um, I'm gonna go sell Cohiba. I almost I don't like almost any of their cigars. Sometimes they're like hundreds of dollars, and they slap on a cheap band that like you could put in a five dollar cigar. Um, not to mention the the profiles they they usually aren't my speed uh way overpriced uh, gonna go sell scotty uh i am gonna burn my last hold whoa <laughs> i'm gonna say that i've invested in cohiba and it's a tried and true it's made me money it's a known brand out there but they're just kind of flat right now i mean the siri m's got some buzz behind it the new blend with you know working with lt ton it's got some buzz behind it. I see that. It's also very expensive in terms of consumer price. Um, yeah, so it's a hold. I'm a, hopefully they can just keep making me money. All right, Bear. This is a, this is one of those emotional decisions too. I, I'm a I I'm a big fan of Sean Williams. I think he is an incredible ambassador for that brand. I think he's done great things. I think the Serie M was really really cool. Um, that being said. Um, as uh, Eric mentioned a minute ago, I've done a lot of buying tonight, so I need to I need to make some money. So I'm going to sell Cohiba and make a shit ton of money. Because <laughs> I like it. Let's face like it. it. Their stock their stock is high. Their price is high. So I'm going to make I'm going to make some money now and 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 reinvest in. You know who knows? I might uh, regret that decision later, but I'm going to make a shit ton of money now. All right, Coop. I'm going to use my final hold as well. Um, so, look, Cohiba Serie M is not going to make or break the brand. It's too limited, right? Um, they have had success with these high-end cigars. I can tell you the retailers who are some very premium retailers that carry some of this very this Spectre, um, they, they do well with these cigars with that audience. That being said, I, I just 
I don't see some of the other Cohiba stuff, just a lot of excitement around, you know, some of the stuff that I'd say is in that 15 to $25 range. It just hasn't lit, lit any on fire. But I think there's still enough where I don't think this brand is sinking by any means. Uh, I think it, it's got a niche in the uh, general portfolio. But it's just not something I'm going to put money in, so I'll hold on this one. All right, guys, if you guys would have asked me this three months ago, I would have said sell, sell, sell. But all of a sudden, I'm buying Cohiba because I'll tell you what, the first uh, Siri M I had didn't like it, but then I smoked it like three months later. It was fantastic. And I've seen the new one coming out at El, El Titan. I, I held it in my hands. It was absolutely gorgeous. I, for some reason, and remember, some of this is perception. And so maybe it's fair, maybe it's not fair. All of a sudden, I'm bullish on Cohiba. I'm buying Cohiba just based on what they're doing in the last couple of months. So I'm switching my, my sides on this one, and I am buying Cohiba. All right, only two left. Coop, here's an interesting one because, well, I'll, I'll say mine at the end, but would you buy, hold, or sell McAuliffe? I'm buying um, McAuliffe. I love what this company has done over the last couple of years. They've really rebuilt their whole business model, and they're executing on this business model. And, um, you know, they're starting to see some success right now. I'm seeing them grow in more retailers right now. I'm seeing a good commitment to the retailers. They have a large amount of SKUs right now, and they're not trying to – create more SKUs right now. They're putting good attention and good marketing campaigns uh, out there on, on a monthly basis. Um, the way they run this company is, I mean, I, I, I got to know Dan very well. I understand how he, uh, his vision and, and where the company's running, right? How it's being run. Um, this is a buy for me. This is a company, I'm telling you, they, they've, they had a rocky start. No question. They've righted the ship right now and they're doing all the business basics and you know what? I think they're making also a commitment to get better tobacco in a lot of cases too. So this is a, this is a buy for me, a good buy. All right, Bear. Yeah, uh, Coop, you make some great points about McAuliffe. Uh, you're right, they did have a pretty rocky start and uh, under new leadership, they've made uh, nothing but really positive decisions. Yeah, they missed last year's PCA trade show. They have committed to this year's trade show. Uh, they have gotten uh, on board with some of the best retailers in the country. Um, they've their consumer engagement is incredible. Their ambassador group on Facebook is huge now. It's active. It's prolific. It's dynamic. Uh, the shows that they bring, the the, the kind of media aspect that they have, uh, their off the record show still gets a lot of views. They get some great personalities uh, to do that. They invited me twice. I have no idea why, but that's fine. Um, and they just do a fantastic job from a business uh, point of view, and they're looking at this pragmatically. And guess what, guys? They have they have cigars now, or everyone else is screaming back order, back order, back order. They have cigars, they have cigars for the entire year of 2022, ready for the retailer, ready for people like you, Scott, to sell to your consumers. It's a buy for me, Scotty. Yeah, I mean, literally, I mean, Barry, you said it perfectly. I've I'm definitely going to buy on this one. It's one of those where a year ago I would have said sell. I mean, I just didn't see a direction. I didn't see where it was going. And <clears throat> all their social media presence has, has paid off on the consumer end. The consumers are talking about it. It's in stores. It's not just something you have to find. It's there. It's out. 
and people are enjoying it. I mean, people like what they're smoking, and for me, yeah, that's definitely a buy. Jordan? Uh, yeah, I mean, they came on to the scene with an extremely expensive cigar that I didn't think was very good. Uh, surprisingly, they have a pretty good following. Uh, there's some decent buzz. I just haven't, I don't see anything driving. I don't see the, the cause behind that, why there's the buzz. Uh, I'd be interested to see if that can continue a couple more years. Uh, for now, I'm going to go sell because uh, they have 16 plus SKUs, and I don't think any of them are very good. I am torn on this one uh, because this is one of those brands that does good consumer engagement, but I, I haven't had the cigar that's very good yet. So I'm, I'm really internally torn. And so because of that, I'm going to use my final hold on these guys uh, because I've, I, I believe they've done a really good job in – in engaging the consumer, which is good, but I still haven't seen the cigar that's at the right price and the right quality yet. So the best I can do is hold, and that is even that's just it's just barely a hold. Like I got to be honest. Like if it was just a, a notch down, if their consumer engagement was just a notch down, it would be a sell. But I do like the direction, and so because of that, I'm going to go with a hold. This is our final one, Cigar Brand Stock Market. Are you guys ready for the final one of the night? Let's do it. Yeah. All Come right. On. Come on. Let's, uh, let's start with Jordan on this one. Uh, we'll end with Coop and then I. Um, I hope you guys saw the interview a couple weeks ago uh, with Riste. Uh, Jordan, would you buy, hold, or sell Yasam Kral? Oof. That is a tough one. Uh... I think I'm going to lean towards sell on this one. Just with the Rocky Road coming out, it, 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 it seems like he doesn't quite have a direction uh, that's focused on on premium cigars. Uh, sometimes he's making blunt wraps. Sometimes it's this or that. And the, and the Rocky Road is just a little bit too crazy, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to have to go sell on this one. Scotty? Okay, so I am going to start this off with that I was the second retailer in Colorado to sell Yasim Kral cigars. I liked what he did. I liked what he was doing. I love the tyrannical buck Connecticut. I think it's a great cigar. Um, with that being said, construction issues have been a problem. As a retailer, I have had a lot of construction issues with his cigars. Also, his engagement with the retailers has been lacking on, on my end. Consumer engagement is very high, but I'm going to sell on this one. And it is not based on anything to do with that rocky road. It is just strictly on the core line basis. All right, Bear. You know, I, I made some of these arguments last time, but I'm, I'm the thing about... I, I, I respect Riste from a, as a business owner because I think he I think he knows how to make money. So if we're looking at this from you know the stock perspective that we are of making money, I'm going to do something interesting um, like I did with Matt, very similar. I'm going to sell and I'm going to invest that money into a three-year CD so that I can invest <laughs> in what and take that money out and invest whatever Riste does in three years because it won't be the premium cigar industry. He'll be making. 10 times the money he is now uh, doing something else because he's a brilliant businessman, uh, and it, but it won't be in the premium cigar industry. 
Um, he's a genius when it comes to business. He knows how to make money. He knows exactly what he's doing uh, to make that buck. And so investing in him down the road seems like the better play here. So I'm going to sell, invest in that CD, take that, take that little bit of return and invest it in Riste Corp. <laughs> whatever he does next well we'll have to ask you about that in a few years and see if you still uh if you're still there uh we'll see how that goes coop what are your thoughts on jsk sell everything um look how are you how can i put this forget about the the controversy around munchies how are you putting your business plan into a product that may be eventually pulled from the shelves <clears throat> and not paying attention to your core lines uh, he had tyrannical bucks. Those were great cigars. Um, I just don't see him paying attention to the core lines. Um, what are you doing putting out a cigar called F uh, Just, I, I don't understand the, the marketing on this. And frankly, you know, I don't understand. If you're going to just try to fan the flames with munchies, okay, you're going to do it. But that's, that's not going to let – you're not going to be able to fan the flames like that forever. It's going gonna, it's gonna to die out. But from a business perspective, I, don't under, I know he's trying to get ahead of this right now, but the fact that he's putting his energy into this right now and not putting more energy into his core lines um, is not good. And I'll say another thing. I put – I actually – he was kind enough to send me a bag of the munchies. I put them in my pantry, right, and my 25-year-old son thought it was a snack and opened it up. I just got to say that. Mm. And he was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Coop, why you are know. you putting it in your pantry is the question. <laughs> yeah, it seems I wanted to see if one of, my, one of my eating sons who just eat it out of house or home would actually open the bag. That's what I can say. You, you, you bring a snack into my house, my, my boys just. Coop's like, I put it in the refrigerator, <laughs> and I don't know. Somebody <laughs> thought it was food. <laughs> and it's something personal. Risky. I would love to see Risky get back to focusing around red nights. You know, he had uh, some of those other core lines, which he doesn't really reinvigorated. And Tyrannical Buck's a great line. I, I just would rather see more energy put around that stuff than these other projects. Yeah. And what about Nugs? The thing is, has Nugs really – are people now still, like, raving and smoking Nugs all the time? I, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe they are. He has the sales numbers. I don't. So I, but I just don't see people talking about Nugs. Uh, Nugs. Uh, Nugs actually sold out here. Sold really well. well, well we're, we're, we're in Colorado. I get it. I'm I know. I know. I'm but sitting you, over here shocked. I'm now, just... in fairness, <laughs> in fairness, all my cigar guys are also like 99% of them aren't marijuana guys either. So it was something that it was actually a harder sell to start with, but people enjoyed them. People liked them. Are, I mean, are they, they still going back to it? Are they still going back to it? Yeah, yeah. They've actually, honestly, okay, so it's, I've had multiple yeah, people call. I don't carry them right now in the lounge. I used to carry them both in the lounge, and they sold. Even at that like $24 price point for a Rothschild, they sold. People liked them. You know, they were a okay. popular cigar. Yeah. Uh, that's why I said I don't know. I didn't know was the answer. Was I, I guess that's where it's the hard part for me with the whole with the sell on it because it's one of those that I was big on the brand when it came out. People liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked what he was doing. I'd love to see him get back to some really good core lines and really, you know, really, you know, develop that core brand behind it. I just, I don't know if it's there for the exact reasons Bear said. Uh, uh, Eric, I, are you still a holdout on the nugs like you and me? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta sell on Risty uh, as much as I like the guy personally. Uh, he's a super cool dude, but uh, there's only so long. There's only so. Uh, Coop kind of said it already. There's only so long you can be like uh, the bad guy in the industry, and uh, at some point you have to, um, 
you know, I don't think Risty is doing cigars as his main thing. He's got so many other things in the fire. He, he's kind of just doing some of this stuff for fun, just to get a rise out of people. I know he says he, you know, uh, he does it better than everybody. Maybe he does if, if better is, is sort of more um, ant, you know, anti-industry uh, or whatever. But there's only so far you can go with the anti-industry stuff. At some point... Exactly. If, if you want to be part of the industry, you have to kind of stand on the shoulders of the guys that got you there. So at this point, I have to sell. Uh, I wasn't super jazzed with all of the explanations that Risty gave me on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, I thought he could have maybe um, had some better answers to why he was doing what he was doing. Um, so for me, it's a sell. Um, sorry, Risty, I want to see you uh, focus on those core brands like Coop said. Let's go to the scoreboard, Matt. Um, go ahead and tell us our, our our final tallies for each guy. Buy, hold, sell. Okay, so Eric bought eight stocks, held three, and sold nine. So I guess I'm a little bit uh, bearish. Jordan bought eight, held one, and sold 11. Oh, my gosh, Jordan. Oh boy. He's very he's he's discriminating. Yes. <laughs> Coop. Bought 11. Bullish. Held 3, sold 6. Very bullish. Bear bought 11, held 2, and sold 7. A little bullish. Scott bought 10, held 3, and sold 7. You're almost right there in the middle. middle. All right, well, uh, that was a very interesting um, exercise. Now, keep in mind, uh, if you guys are watching the show, remember... We're, we're not basing this on sales figures. We're not basing this on anything like that. We're basing this just on our personal perceptions. And so hopefully um, you guys all added your own personal perceptions. Uh, Bear, how can folks find you? How can people watch the show that you produce every week? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram on El, at El, El Fumar. You can also follow my Facebook page at El Fumar. Uh, that's where I post all of my upcoming guests. Uh, and uh, I have I host a weekly show on Sunday nights at 9.30 Central. Um, and uh, we have really fantastic, uh, fantastic conversations. And uh, so you can find me there. I also co-host uh, a bi-weekly show with uh, the uh, the brilliant uh, William Cooper to my left or right, depending where I am on the in the picture frame, um, the Scar Coop Primetime Special Edition. You can see me there, and uh, you can uh, read the occasional review I post on Cigar Dojo. There you go. There. Scotty, what about yourself? How do people find you? Oh, man, I'm on social media, at Trinity Cigar Co. We are getting ready to kick off the summer. It is going to be a big year between public events, private events. We are all over the place, from breweries, distilleries, I mean, restaurants, you name it. You know, we're... We're everywhere. We're everywhere. So follow us. Follow the smoke. Follow us at Trinity Cigar Company. See where we're going to pop up next. Jordan, where can people find you? <laughs> right, uh, right here. Right, yeah. All right, Coop. Where can people find you? What do you got going on at Cigar Coop? Well, uh, it's, it's a cigar-coop.com. Uh, you can also go to Cigar Coop Facebook page. You can go to our uh, cigar underscore Coop on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, a couple of things going on. Um, actually, Monday. We're doing uh, more. We're going to be recapping the Grammys on Primetime Jukebox, our music show, uh, as well as going through the Rolling Stone Top 500 some more. After that, there's going to be about a two-week break on Cigar Coop. Uh, there is some personal things I have to take care of uh, during that time, as a lot of folks may know. Uh, but we will be back, uh, Bear and I, on 
the last Tuesday of the month with Nick Perdomo. So very good. Gonna, yeah, but we have, but there'll be content on Cigar Coop every day. There just won't be any podcasting going yeah. on those two weeks. Yeah. Gotcha. Very good. Thanks, yep. Coop. I appreciate yep. all of you guys being on the show and all of the. Uh, the, the the hot takes. It was a fantastic episode. Yeah, we went uh, an hour longer than we normally do. Hey guys, Wednesday. Guess what? Robbie and Randy will be back together. 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 Both of them. No, I, I don't know. Oh, There's a rumor goodness. going around. They're Holy gonna be back together. Cow. Flavor Odyssey. Uh, they will be pairing the Fiat Lux. Uh, from Ace Prime with their favorite uh, beverage pairing. So make sure to grab yourself a Fiat Lux and uh, a drink pairing that you think would go good with the Fiat Lux. Join us Wednesday night for that. That'll be fun. Uh, a week from tonight, we were going to have Matt Booth on, but now we're doing the whole Ninjaragua thing next Friday. So we've pushed Matt Booth back um, to, uh, I think, May 6th. We'll do Matt Booth on May 6th. Uh, next Friday, a week from tonight, obviously we're going to be doing like Ninjaragua stuff all day, all night. Uh, Abe's show goes at 7 p.m. Eastern. He'll have Juan Martinez on the show. You can, uh, if you buy Ninjaragua, you have a chance to get that amazing winador. You have a chance to win some cool num numchucks. I'm going to call Whoa. them numchucks because if you get hit in the head, I feel like there's such a you're like, numb like a variation. It's like, oh, one person's going to win a winador's custom branded. Hey, Other guy's going to win a weapon. I want the weapon. Yeah, I'll take the weapon. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that'll be a ton of fun. So we'll be doing that all week or all all day on Friday. Uh, the uh, re-release of the Ninjaragua. Ooh which will be a ton of fun. Uh, as far as tonight goes, it's Friday Night Herf. So get your phone out, take your browser, point it to dojoverse.com, check into your favorite cigars, show us what you're drinking, tell us what you're listening to with hashtag now playing. We'll have fun all night on the Dojoverse as we do every Friday for Friday Night Herf. Until next week, remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. 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 See you guys next Why, week. Bye, Kyle. <laughs> the Monte Cristo 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from AJ's farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at JRCigars.com. 